Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Uninformed Banker. My name's Gerald, and today we have John from England with us. Once again, we had to cut this episode up into three segments. This is segment three out of three. So thank you, and without further ado... Welcome back. Probably going to edit some of that out, because I don't know how long... Probably, gonna... yeah, probably a good call. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. Uh, this is, like, one of the guys I met, literally the case study we were doing was on, um, I think, Marriott. I think it was Marriott when they got bought out, taken private, and then they were released to an IPO. One of the guys in my class, I was talking to him. turns out he was like the guy they were talking about in the uh, case. He was right below him. He was on that deal with BlackRock. Mm. And so he was like, yeah, it's really weird to see them writing about it. And like, I see that where they're talking, see those numbers that they gave you. I wrote those. (laughs) wow i'm like wait a minute so you got an a on that he's like actually a minus i'm like what the fuck you did this (laughs) this was a real actual thing and you got an a minus yeah and so he was like really on that he directs the entire pension for the church of england oh interesting yeah that seems like a big thing i imagine that's a big thing oh it is (laughs) he decides well think about it church of england is older than america obviously obviously yeah and they're like the richest nonprofit in the world. <laughs> That's why I hate organized religion, man. <laughs> That's oh, why I hate it. I, I got to admit, I agree with you a lot because I'm like, wait a minute, this guy sees all, but yeah, he gets pissed if I don't go into that building and give you money <laughs> and then feel like a dick for 20 minutes. <laughs> Bro, they got it down too. They make you feel so bad if you're not fucking giving them a tithe every fucking month. Like, no, they got I pissed at me because I started making change. Really? I was like, I don't, like, I, I only wanted can I to get, get three. A, a few ones back out of there? Yeah. Taking two out. Dude. They're like, what the fuck? I'm like, what, dude? I, I got shit. Yeah. I, got I, stopped buying, I stopped buying into that around freshman year of high school, I'd say. I just couldn't do it, man. I actually tried to, uh, I don't know, really, I don't know if you want to hit on religion at all. It's an I don't interesting mind. topic. Talk about whatever. Don't, so, yeah. Don't so, held back. When I was probably, I don't know, 21 years old, I was young and living in Virginia, single airman, you know, kind of living on my own at at a fairly young age, especially by today's standards, I'd say not a lot of people are doing that then, like fully functioning. And uh, there were some issues going on at home. And my mom was talking about how she had found God and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's great, mom, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. works for you. And she was trying to, her and my grandfather both were trying to convince me to like find it in myself to explore a little bit so one of my buddies that i was stationed there with jones he took me to his church and i bought into it for like maybe a month you know i was going to church singing the songs listening to sermons and i was like dude i can't do this anymore i just there's something in me that just refuses to accept that there's some like omnipotent power when i am a man of science (laughs) and i know a lot of people say that but it's like when it just makes science makes sense to me and Mm -hmm. a big man in the sky does it that's just one of those things, man. It's just, I get what you're saying. It seems like a scam to me. Yeah. It seems like a scam to me because organized religion, like you said, it's, it's super money-based and these churches are so powerful and they uh, and shrug so off wealthy. like rape things every day. They're like, bitch. It, it, it's <laughs> and it's pocket change to them. They, and they operate under no rules. It's like they're they untouchable. Exactly. Vatican yeah, City is their its own, own country. <laughs> I do actually want to go there. Not for the, not for the religious stuff. I'd love to I'm see like the it, architecture, but, 
dude, the architecture is next level from what I hear. Like, it's a beautiful place. And mm-hmm. even if you don't believe in religion, religious history, cool I think, is still very interesting. Because it also I think it's very interesting. Like... Yeah, it's very, very interesting. But yeah, organized religion itself, man, I just cannot buy into it. They, they operate paying no taxes, making all this money. They're like superpowers. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm not buying it. At least you're not a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a Scientologist. That's some crazy shit. I love Tom Cruise, and I'm short like Tom Cruise, so I identify with him. I feel like they got you some blackmail on him or some shit. Like. <laughs> Probably. They definitely do. But uh, my thing with religion is like, I'll be honest, I believe... Uh, there's a higher power somewhere. Now, if it's aliens, yeah, whether it's God, <laughs> Dude, that'd be fucking dope. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because, like, think about it. If you're way back there, like way back in the day, I could easily see some alien coming down, going like he got kicked out of whatever planet he was on. He was like, "Fine, I'll hang out with these." You run a little experiment, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like using powers, and they went, "Motherfucker, you can't do that!" And so they took him, and like. But at the end of the day, I, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll admit, I do believe in a God just because it makes me feel good. Yeah, man. Now, do I believe that's, that, that's do I believe that, like, evolution happened? Yes. Like, I don't think the timeline that they're like, yeah, the Earth's only 10,000 years old. I'm like, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. No. Hard to buy into that one, especially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole, you got to go and do this, like, I try and give thanks. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that was great. And I'll go, thank you, Lord. And I'll just, there you, go. you know, I'll do my own thing, but I've gotten more and more away from the whole, you got to go see the priest. You got to go see this person. You got to do this, blah, 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 blah. And especially when it comes to death, I'm like, at the end, people are like, you got to do this or that. I'm like, with death, they're not in the body. If, if they are around, they're definitely not in the body. Like, <laughs> definitely not. So I don't think it really matters about the body. And I know that sounds a little fucked up. Like, obviously don't parade it around and do some fucked up shit like that but yeah um i've had like conversations like that and people are still stuck in this you need to go by something that was written down that we don't even know if it was written down right because remember is written down what the 1600 i don't even know when 1200s <laughs> no yeah. it would yeah it was a very long time ago for sure yeah so we don't know if the guy I mean, a portion of it was written way before jesus was even around so yeah, yeah. it's a fucking old ass book bro and there were no standards of like writing or something the guy that was like yeah. writing it was like i don't know what the fuck that word means. it was the I'm only literate this. monk <laughs> in the whole goddamn kingdom yeah and he went oh, i don't fucking like that part i'm gonna put this yeah <laughs> yeah that that's where i find it hard to believe and i think believing in a higher power is one thing and then buying into religion like the organization. Is, is a little yeah is a little bit different in my opinion so like yeah. i personally don't believe in a higher power okay. if you do i mean hey man that's i don't mind because at the end of the day yeah. anyone can be wrong like yeah, if exactly. i get there and it just turns out of us a simulation <laughs> i'm gonna be yeah, like that, hey, fucker and they're just replaying <laughs> me going yeah i believe in god and they're like ah. I'm like damn it <laughs> Got him. like that scene from yeah. rick and morty turns out we're all just wearing helmets and it's only been like yeah. three minutes yeah dude it could be who knows like well you you mentioned aliens man you buy into them you think that they're you think there's other life out there i want to i think actually i think think there's life out there yeah there has to be you think there's intelligent life out there i'd be willing to say yes i would agree with you 
Now, I think there has to be. The vastness of space, there has to be. Yeah. Now, where it comes down to, like, contention is, did they fucking visit here? That's where I don't know. That stuff with the Nimitz. Nimitz? Yeah. Have you seen that stuff? No. The Tic Tac UFO? Tic Tac UFO? Tic Tac. I know. It's it's just because it looks like a little Tic Tac. Oh. Three... Uh, like three um, fighters from the USS oh, Nimitz. I was going to say, this is the one that the Navy released last year or two yeah. years ago. Yeah, that stuff was crazy. Like it was verified that they have no idea what the fuck happened. And there's people going, well, maybe it was the sensors. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're saying all three sensors failed at the same time? Hmm. Convenient. <laughs> like fucking yeah, Jason Woods on that shit. And I don't think that happened. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think there's got to be. I think there's got to be like, like I said, when you look at like an astral map or when you're comparing the size of what we are, mm-hmm. even just to other planets in our solar system and then to our sun oh, yeah. and then to the biggest star that's in our galaxy or in mm-hmm. our, um, galaxy. yeah, in our galaxy, it's like just a little pinprick that we are. So it would be statistically impossible for it not to exist somewhere else, I think. What I think is interesting is the amount of like sightings and reported sightings. Now, granted, reporting and stuff got a lot better, but it was like zero or like one or two. And then it shot up when we dropped the first atomic bomb. Hmm, I've never seen the numbers pre and post a bomb. Well, you can you can actually look those up. It goes. It's dramatic. I wonder why. And I just look at that. Well, radiation is something that any. Because think about it, any developing race in the world, because if you're going to go interstellar travel, travel yeah, is going to have to deal with radiation of some sort. And we're just basically sitting on firecrackers. <laughs> yeah, like, what is this event that just happened over there? <laughs> yeah, so maybe. And then they look at and people go like, well, why haven't they really revealed themselves? And I think about it and I go, look at humans as a race. Anytime there's something new, we don't respond well. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much accurate like when we meet new people our first instinct is kill them like it's- pretty much yeah it, if there was able to be one that somehow you know infiltrated our society i would keep it a secret too man because it would just be such a fucking big deal and when you look at science because like if they have science and it's even remotely like ours they would know that when you're observing something even that's affecting it and the more impact you have on anything that any experiment or anything you're observing the less good your results are so if they're watching us they're going to do their best to not interfere like when we watch chimps and we're seeing that they're going into the stone age we try and stay far away because number one chimps will rip your face off number two (laughs) they are aggressive (laughs) yes they're mean but like number two you don't want to like screw up your results you just want to see them in their natural environment and plus we're a little fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. In the grand scheme of things, I think we're all right. I know we're fucked up. Oh, yeah. I imagine if there's other societies elsewhere, I'm They've sure had they their own problems. Do the exact same shit. Yeah. I think we're probably right. We're, I think we're probably powerful, the course. I think we're just finally getting to the point where they're like, oh, we've been there. Maybe we yeah. need to like start watching these fuckers a little bit more because when we maybe. were there, shit got crazy. Yeah, maybe. Because even you got to admit, like, the craziness of the world. Oh, dude, it's gone. Yeah, it's skyrocketed over the past eight years, eight, nine years. 
I used to think it was just because I'm getting older and I'm like noticing more. I thought so too, but and I don't think I that's the case. I realized I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it nah. definitely is different. I, it, I'm sure some of it is that we just perceive it as different because we're more developed as humans and our brains are more developed. But people are it like is definitely more. Because yeah, like social it is media. definitely changing. Like yeah. social media just basically gave voices to people who normally wouldn't have a voice. Like I wouldn't have Very a voice. Very true. Absolutely not. Nor I. And now anyone can say anything. And to be honest, some people's voices don't need to be heard. People uh, will probably say that about my, like pr- people will probably say that. About me, like, you don't need to fucking listen to this person. Why They'll listen to, to this and go, why did I fucking listen to that at all? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody's voice has the right to be heard, but yes. like you said, not everybody's voice is constructive. Yeah. Or everyone's opinion grand on everything. Of things. Cause you can yeah. literally put an opinion on every single thing in the world right now yeah and it's like wait a minute that that's why i called it the uninformed banker because i basically know nothing (laughs) (laughs) in the grand scheme of things it's easy to say that yeah i know nothing like i'm trying to think when you ask me what i want to talk about i'm like i know a lot about video games sports and the military but like do i know anything about anything else i know like a lot of people have never been yeah that yeah that is definitely so you're just a general fun dude to hang out with i remember i was always laughing my ass off in boy scouts even when the leaders yep. were looking at you like you can't say that and you're like yeah, I <laughs> dude i have a tendency for pushing the envelope it's funny you say that because i still do that exact same thing man i'll change, literally please. be in a meeting i will never not. I'll literally be in a meeting and say something and they're like man can we we gotta talk to you after the meeting and i'm like <laughs> oh, fuck, here we go again this is it's like no you don't no we do yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, that's funny you say that man yeah i was a little a little class clown back in the day. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. Times, I, I mean. loved it. <laughs> the yeah, amount dude. of times when Bill was just giving you like the death glare and the entire, oh, like, man. the entire troop is laughing their ass off about something. <laughs> we had a couple troublemakers in our troop. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else. He was probably the, the biggest culprit next to me, but mm-hmm. dude, he was that, hilarious. Those some though. fun times. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had some good times, man. It is weird hanging out with a bunch of boys as we're all going through puberty together. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It definitely had its its great moments. It'd be like one girl when they had those like dances. <laughs> Dude, the dances with the what are they called? What was I the, the camp across the pond? They always wanted our socks. Yeah, yeah, they did. They loved those socks. And then they went and changed the socks. Why are you changing the socks, Boy Scouts? Yeah, this I'm is like... my official PSA to the Boy Scouts. Nobody was on board with the socks change, Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Put them back. We like the green ones with the red section on the top that go up to our knees. Almost like the mid, the, like the we already looked stocks. weird. Let us embrace it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like don't try Nobody and conform wants with just all the green socks. bullshits. Yeah. yeah. Nobody like, wants that. We're trying to look, make you look more normal. Well, the whole tan fucking shirt with the giant breast pockets and button down and, and the olive epaulets. green shirts. <laughs> yeah. And the, the sashes with the arrows and the merit badges yeah. kind of threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can we oh. just embrace the weirdness? That was the one thing I liked. And those things were great because you could light them on fire and all the lint would burn off and it looked really cool. I learned that in Boy Scouts, I think from Andrew and I, I still Pat. do it. Oh yeah. That sounds right. I still do it on my Nike socks, like if they're get, if they're starting to get fuzzy, and you get this like weird little warm feeling over your whole foot. It's great. <laughs> I'm waiting for one I time I do that, yeah. and it just goes. Oh, oh, I've had I've had a scare where my whole foot felt. I thought it was on fire briefly. <laughs> like it's definitely not safe, <laughs> dude. I played with so much fire back in those days, like knives and fire. Mm-hmm. You remember when what's his name split his leg open with the axe when he was chopping wood in the axe yard when it was wet outside at camp? Kinda. 
One you of the were around that. Guys. I wasn't. I know who it is. Uh, his last I can't remember his name. Boucher. Yeah, I think so. Boucher. Yep. Yeah. Boucher. Boucher. Yeah. He yeah. split his leg up with a freaking axe. God damn it! <laughs> like that we're laughing. We had some freaking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And we also absorbed idiots. We had Phil. What's that? Said we absorbed idiots. Remember, we had Phil. Phil. He stabbed someone. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot about that. That's crazy. He stabbed the guy. Wow. We just, we just, we were like, importing right, ridiculousness. We were like, like we hey, welcome enough. to the family. Welcome to the family. That was crazy. I forgot all about that. Wow. He's actually like a cool guy. He got like, no, he was. Over. I was friends. Yeah. yeah I was he friends got, he'd get angry every once in a while, but we all got angry every once in a while because we were. Trapped yeah, in the dude. woods with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, dude. Growing boys, like we definitely had our our differences on camping trips. Like I know for a fact, I would get pissed at you for some dumb bullshit if you were sharing annoying. a tent. Yeah, no. So was I. We were growing boys. Like I know mm-hmm. I'm an annoying little fuck. We both had ADHD. I can only imagine mm-hmm. how awful that would be for each other living oh. in the same tent. Because we were. It was. I was either normally temp- tented up with you or Lassard. Mm-hmm. So either way, somebody was getting ticked the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, man. It was good times. And then we had um, a leader who I didn't know this, but was playing political games. Not going to say his name, but really, yeah, he huh. plays political games with. Um, he wants to get. He's been trying for years to get because he is kind of big in the council. Oh, okay. And he somebody that originated from our troop. He was the leader of our troop. I don't want to oh. say his name uh, just because I don't want. I think I'm, Yeah, I think I probably the only leader. That. Yeah, name starts with a B. B H. Yeah. Um, really? He plays yeah. games? He plays political games big time. He Apparently they use Eagle Scouts, like number of Eagle Scouts, as like hunting trophies. Like, oh, well, I got 25 we, of these. We know he had a reputation for pushing the most Eagle Scouts out of any troop. Like, and, and I always thought it was weird. The but I reason, like a lot too. The reason I found out about that was because I ended up going to – um. Because Jason did like NYLT, um, he became like leader of that. Um, and but at first he worked with the adult leader of that, and he brought me on for like a year, and then he was like, "You're not leadership." Yeah, <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't have to. Uh, but, anyways, getting past that, so I got to hear from like people outside of our troop that like dealt with him at council. And then I got into working cause I worked at split rock, which this was hilarious because all the people at, um, I can say that, that because they're out of business, but um, at the one that's still going where we went to summer camp, um, right. they would say that, Oh, those guys, those guys are weird. You know, they're not really in it for like the whole experience. And it's like, yeah, because you just show up at eight and you work till like two or three and then you go home. Mm-hmm. and you get paid and like it's a job it's not living with people for six six days out of the week you get one day to go home do laundry and like, how do you have a girlfriend yeah. and not see her for seven weeks and hang out with dudes the entire time yeah that's a, yeah god i couldn't imagine working there that sounds awful and then some of the things i heard which i'm not i don't want to like destroy the reputation so i don't want to go into that on air yeah that's um, fair enough but he was playing political games, I, I found out from them, 
because he's always been jockeying for a position like actually Even further up the council. Yeah. Yeah. Like really in the council. Um, and plus I also don't like, this is the one grudge I've held a little bit. Um, and it was because of a disagreement between him and my father. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were there when me and him had like a disagreement at summer camp that year. Maybe we were all like hanging uh, out at like the, um, we had all just taken showers and we we're like charging our phones or something. And he came back after a long day. Now that I'm older, I can see he just had a bad day. Like he had a long, yeah. bad day. Um, so I like, I take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay. But then I was like, what the fuck? Cause he came in and like started yelling at all of us. And we're like, we just showered. We were waiting a couple minutes, shooting the shit. And what it really was, was that all the older kids were over there and no one was at the campsite and it was Lord of the flies. And he had had a long day. Oh, I didn't understand that in the moment. So like looking back, looking back, I go, Oh, okay. I would get pissed at, but he started like, especially screaming and especially because the younger kids are notoriously so fucking annoying in boy scouts dude oh, i know i was as you as oh dude and i'm sure i was too but as i got older going to the meetings became annoying because mm-hmm. i was like i have to deal with this freaking kid are you kidding me <laughs> i don't know how anybody put up with our ass oh, yeah. like i don't get it but, i don't get it well number one boy scouts was really daycare with knives pretty uh, yeah <laughs> i could i could to a to a point yeah for some people i know it was um yeah and I feel bad about that. It did teach me a lot. The friends for I made sure. from it, still friends with today. Yeah. I'm planning sure. on going out to Arizona. You heard Jason moved to Arizona. I didn't know that. No. I was never super close to Jason. Basically, just through you, I, I was friends with Jason. But uh, I, no, I didn't know he was in Arizona. I wasn't totally friends with him for like years. And then one day I got bored one summer. And I called him up. I was like, I want to go to New Hampshire. He came up here and then we were boys ever since. It was like literally, he, oh, was, nice. like, he was like, yeah, our friendship was the weirdest. Cause it was literally one day you just called me. I happened to be free. You're like, want to hang out? And I said, yeah. And then by the end of the day, we were going to your place in New Hampshire and it was really the weird. It was just, yeah. <laughs> it's just... That's so, that is weird. What the heck? Yeah. Um, and he's getting married or he's got a fiance. Oh, wow. Yep. It's they weird, will. dude. It's weird that these boys that we grew up with are like living lives now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's just, it's strange to think about. Obviously, I, that's the typical path for any man, but it's just weird to think about. Because I knew you all as dirty little boys. Oh, we were definitely candy dirty. in their tents. Oh, dude. I had Remember, so much was candy. It, yeah, dude, you were the candy guy. You always had a footlocker full of candy. That's why I wanted to tent up with you. It's like, Jerry's <laughs> got the candy. And then we would get like attacked by a raccoon or something. Dude, do you remember the snake in the tent? Or not the snake, the, uh, the skunk in our tent? Was I with you? I might have been. I, it was definitely with styles. me. Um, oh, was it with you? Bill, because I my parents brought me pizza on parents' night. Mm-hmm. And we put the leftover pizza box in our tent. And we walked into the tent. And the tent, the pizza box is open and moving. And we're that like, might have been Styles. That, that might have been Ian Styles. And Bill, like, pushed the pizza box out the back of the tent with a stick. And we were just like, please don't spray us. Please don't spray us. I've been like, why are you oh, fucking man. with it? Let him finish eating and we'll go like, we'll eat, back later. Let him eat the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we had some weird experiences, man. Do you remember Do you remember that year where I think it was Mikey Gross or maybe it was he found a tent that had power? That's the tent I stayed at every year after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, one, an airplane. the one that was 
Yeah, the one right behind the well, not right behind the Adirondack, it was on like the but edge. behind the Adirondack and to yeah. the right. Yeah, it was the furthest one towards the mess hall, and there was like a random extension cord. <laughs> you better believe oh, I was tented yeah. up in there. I would be like first on the site and picking that tent. <laughs> yeah, we were watching like because I, I went. Yeah, I went a few times, like a few years after you had already gotten out, because mm-hmm. I'd kind of dipped out of the whole scene around like 16, 17. Yeah. I was just kind of sick of it. Um, I was just going through my teenage angst phase. And oh, then when I hard. hit like, yeah, when I hit 17, I was like, fuck, I kind of want to be an Eagle Scout. And I didn't really see it through. So I went back and I went back to camp and everything as like an older boy. And yeah, mm-hmm. I was, what is his name? Merrill, Nick Merrill. Yeah. So I was tempted with him in the power tent <laughs> for sure. Oh, no, I actually, I was there for that, I think. Were you? When I, the, the, when I made my comeback? <laughs> yeah, because wasn't Lassard like um leader at that time that point he might oh he might have been because we had that weird was, thing. no i thought it was merrill that was this the patrol leader it may have been but I know, oh it was after me because i do remember hearing about that we had like a great yeah. year at, um because i remember there was basically a year where no one wanted to be senior spl yeah because i remember that yeah and i think that's when ian styles became spl nobody wanted to do no, it. it was after then, him oh after him well, and then no one wanted to help him yeah, that was rough for him. I just feel bad. Yeah, like I feel bad looking back at it, but in the moment I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, dude, really me too. I was like, why don't you have a plan, bitch? And now I'm like, because <laughs> he was a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, where I'm I going through shit. <laughs> God, because I, I was a dick too. Uh, and it's funny as an adult now you see, you're like, oh, he was a child like me. What is he? He's expected yeah. to run a full fucking meeting. Like, we're and all going like, through a high school and you want to like have this? Yeah, God. We're little shits. Oh, I can't. Like, I can't believe someone came up with the idea. Like, we're gonna take a bunch of boys. We're gonna put them together. There's gonna be no fighting. What? <laughs> They're gonna run themselves. It's gonna be efficient. Like, I'm having trouble like scheduling a doctor's appointment. And you want me? To... <laughs> I probably wasn't even scheduling my own doctor's appointments at that time. No, I mean like now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. I can I'm do not. that. Um, yeah, I, I got I that one done that. last year. Oh yeah, <laughs> so proud. But like, no, I remember the, the funniest thing that happened to me. So I th- this must have been a couple of years. I wasn't 21, but I was, I think I was 20. So I went with my rugby team. We're at the Saco River. Ah, uh, good old Saco. We were partying the entire weekend, obviously. And I'm in the middle of the lake. I have two beers in my bathing suit pocket and one in my hand. And I forget what I was doing, but I was literally going like this with people I didn't know because I literally just met everyone on the beach. That was like the first day was me just walking around going, ah! and yeah. oh my God. Yeah, I was that what guy. a douche. I, <laughs> I mooched up of everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I hear Jerry, and now everyone on my rugby team calls me Gerald or Wallace. Yeah, I know in college you started going by Gerald. So yeah. like that was your name then. Yeah. And I go, who the fuck here knows me as Jerry? And I turn around, there comes our troop kayaking down. No way. PH Patrick. How the hell did you manage to be there just coincidentally at the same exact time? I was like, if I, I literally had to be in the river in that very moment yeah. for them to see me. I could have been on the beach. They wouldn't have seen me. Anywhere but where I was, they wouldn't have seen me. That's crazy. What a coincidence. And 
the scout master, you know who that is, goes, yep. does your mother know that you're drinking? And I bluffed hard. I went, who the fuck do you think bought me this beer? It was, oh, okay. Typical, typical BH question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just bluffed my ass off. I'm like, well, I'm either screwed or there's a 5% chance I'm not screwed. And my mom knew I was drinking because who the fuck goes to Saco River? Because she Saco knew we were River going there. With a, with a sports team. Yeah, with a yeah, rugby team. <laughs> she, no, we're just there for camaraderie, mom. But for some reason, I, th- I totally thought that she didn't know. I'm like, oh, no, she didn't know this. Yeah, no, I'm an idiot. That's so funny. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, I can't wait for less than a dozen people to hear this. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I think this is gonna be this is gonna be the one that launches me because I've been trying to get to an hour, uh, fifty one minutes yeah. now. Oh, okay. So, cool. and I'm gonna let, lo- load this up as one. Um, I don't know if there's gonna be video or not. I don't know what the, what's gonna happen. Um, I don't think there's gonna be video. To be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> a rugby game is something I want to see while I'm out here, man. I'm, I know it's bigger here, obviously, than in the United is. States. I'm a huge sports fan, and obviously, with the lockdowns, we haven't been able to go to any sports, but. Mm-hmm. Going to football games and rugby games, dude. I cannot freaking wait to go. The rugby get hammered, there. yeah, and watch people just freaking clobber each other. The rugby out there is also some of the top-notch rugby in the world. Yeah, that's what I hear. Not in America, but here, I, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. I can't wait till they open that stuff back up for us. I'm pretty sure it's coming soon if it's not already. I heard it's supposed so to happen it. in like July. Yeah, that sounds probably about right. It's definitely on my bucket list of things to do while I'm here, and I will go at least to one of each. I'm saying that now so I can hold myself accountable so that when I leave here, I can't say I didn't do it. Yeah, Fair enough. That's so do you have an actual bucket list of stuff you want to do before you leave? I don't have a physical bucket list, no. Well, um, I meant before you leave, not before you kick the bucket. Well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Fuck, no I'm not even worried about that yet. But uh, no, I... <laughs> My girlfriend does have a list, uh, a notes list in her phone of shit that she needs us to see. So I just pretty much subscribe to that and I say, yeah, we can do all that. Stuff that I want to do before we leave. Um, I can't really think of, of too much specific stuff. There are a few places I want to visit, like the Jurassic Coast, which is on the southern coast of England. That's supposed to be really beautiful. I want to make sure I can get up to Ireland. I really want to kiss the Blarney Stone. Uh, I think that would be cool. It's so it's such a touristy thing, I'm sure, but I want to kiss the Blarney Stone and go to the the guinness brewery and all that stuff take the picture um, that like, just, every every person has yeah. they're in the fucking like elevator with the guinness cup exactly uh i gotta go see stonehenge of course that one that one's very attainable we'll we'll be doing that here soon um i would like to see some sort of like official event happen i guess like around buckingham palace like <laughs> this is gonna sound like probably crazy but the queen is like getting really old <laughs> When she inevitably passes, it will be a tragedy, but it will be so interesting to see how things proceed. Power struggle. You just want to see like people fucking. I don't think it would be a power struggle, but when uh when something like that happens, the country goes into like a national state of mourning, and there's a whole set of events that get kicked off. So they go into mourning for this number of days. TV is not allowed to show any comedies. It's only allowed to show news coverage of the queen. Dude, seriously, it's it's a whole event. The funeral is massive. Holy it just God. happened for um wait, so that stuff happened with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, with, with Prince William. His was if it's I'm thinking it's William. God, mm-hmm. I hope it is. Otherwise, I sound like an idiot. Um 
so he he supposedly wanted it to be much lower key. So they did not do a lot of the grandeur uh, like uh, demonstrations and stuff that they normally would have done. But mm-hmm. for the queen, I imagine it, it will just be oh, absolutely yeah. bananas, full blown, because she's been the queen here for so long, and people love her here. Yeah, like or at least a lot of people do. A lot of people I talk to, they're they're split 50-50 on whether they support the royal family or whether they I feel like the Markle stuff, it. like before the whole Markle stuff, I feel like it was ninety percent were like yes, maybe. And I think the that pushed a lot. Probably, of it probably did, and I think a lot of people probably think it's dumb because it seems like she's more of just a figurehead with no real power, even though she does technically hold some. But it's say, like doesn't she still have some that are like are she, kind of important? Like only she can declare an actual war or something. I like believe that. that that is one of them. Yeah. So she she does still hold some forms of power, but I also see where the people that say she holds no power what's the point are coming from. Yeah. Because it's like she's more of a symbol. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a symbol. Yeah. I mean, people in the Avengers movies love to have Captain America around and he's a symbol and there's nothing wrong with him. So team Tony. she's just an old ass version of that. Your team Tony. I think <laughs> I was team Tony as well, actually is as, as weird as that is for me to say, because I'm typically one that hates rules and uh, like standards and stuff. I think mm-hmm. Tony was, I think he had it right. I think if they went unchecked for too long, who knows what's going to happen. I don't know. I, I thought you were team cap to be perfectly honest. I'm saying team Tony, just because from the first moment, like number one, his movie I loved. I always loved his persona. Like when Cap goes, take away the suit. What are you? He goes, what are you? Billionaire, billionaire playboy, philanthropist. Yeah, <laughs> genius like, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. He's yeah. an absolute arrogant piece of shit just like Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have a Captain answer. America tattoo, though. So really? you think I was Team Cap. Yeah, you think I was Team Cap. So the story behind the tattoo, actually is it's a really shitty Captain America tattoo. My artist absolutely fucking botched it. But uh, <clears throat> the story behind it is my best friend back in our home state of Massachusetts. I feel like that's not giving away too much, the whole state. Yeah. Uh, he was getting married and his groomsmen, he assigned us all like a superhero, I guess. Mm-hmm. And at the rehearsal dinner, he handed us all little gift bags. We didn't know this at the time, but depending on who he assigned for us based on our personalities. We got a pair of like socks and cufflinks representing that character. So like I had little Captain America shields, Captain America socks and stuff. Yeah. And then him and I went and got the tattoos for the, the character. So his, he's Spider-Man. So he got the spider. I'm Captain America. So I got the Captain America shield. We're the only ones that followed through with the group tattoo idea, but at least it was him and I. I I don't think I would have done it either. I would have been like, "Mm." (laughs) yeah, that's fair. It was definitely yeah, like somewhat of an ones. impulse. <laughs> it was somewhat of an impulse, and I regret it, but I also don't. I mostly regret it because – what's that? Any alcohol involved in that? No, no, no alcohol. We decided we wanted to do it. We are best friends for many years. The thing I regret most was just the artist we chose because yeah. he just fucking bothered So if you just had like a better ab- artist, like it was not about like the physical act of getting it. It was just – Yeah, no. I, I wouldn't artist. mind having it if it was a lot better of a tattoo <laughs> it's just an unfortunately performed one it's crazy because we had such good reviews on this guy and i'd seen his work we were set on it and then it just came out horrible he's but, like i can't draw okay. circles yeah exactly dude actually funny story he was putting it on and he was like he put on the uh, stencil and did the first line like the inner line the second line and the third line mm-hmm. so you could see that there are one two three four total lines he did the first yeah. three and then he was like, all right, look good before I start coloring it in. And I was like, 
wait a minute, there should be an extra ring, dude. The shield has like three layers. I'm like, didn't you just print this off of Google Images and just copy it onto my arm? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so he spent, dude, my arm is swollen because he just tattooed the outline. We spent an hour <laughs> trying to draw a perfect circle around this tattoo that had already been created on my swollen ass wrist. And he's drawing a circle. It doesn't look good. So he's taking alcohol and like scrubbing it away on my freshly inked tattoo wrist. It was fucking awful. I will never get a tattoo from this guy ever again. This is a horrible experience all in all. That one looked cool. Oh, yeah. So it, this I don't is, know what it is, but. Oh, all right. Do. That looks dope. It's, it, you didn't it's, have the same dude, guy do that. You didn't have the same guy no, do this, that. No, definitely not. This is actually clean line work, and I think it's a really good tattoo that, that I got in Virginia, actually. I catch a lot of flack for it from people not for mass, and I don't know why. Really? I think having state pride is fine. I'm so proud of where I'm from, and I love the sports team so much. Yeah. Plus, Massachusetts is just a cool-ass shape. So yeah. I think it's a great from, like, the I love heyday it. of Massachusetts yeah. sports. Now it's, yeah, going like, it's going like this. <laughs> yeah, it's been rough. Even, even been you got to admit, it's just going down. It is. But, so I am optimistic for the Patriots, though, as crazy as it sounds, with Cam most likely being our starter. Dude, I think we're going to be good again. We did so much in free agency this offseason. Uh, we signed the two best free, the two best tight ends in free agency. Our defense is going to be back to form. I think Cam is going to benefit from having a full year of offseason and preseason, uh, like OTAs and all that stuff. And I think Cam jo- uh, uh, Mac Jones is going to be a good quarterback after he learns for a year under Brian Hoyer. I agree with you that we're going to have a better – if you're saying that we're going to have a better year. I don't think we're going to the championship. I, I mean, the Super Bowl is clearly off the table. I think we'll be okay. fighting for a playoff spot. Yes, I agree with that because I think Cam Newton brings – the thing that really makes a team is talent and morale. Yeah, he brings one of those. <laughs> yes, and his arm doesn't go long enough. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have the arm to go long enough for what we used to do. now. But he can run it now. Yeah. But he's very selfish, and that just <clears throat> intersects into, the, I think, the most important thing. Once you have, like, because you can have a great talent, like, network, but if people aren't working together, you see it all the time in basketball. Oh, yeah. You get a bunch of one-star, you know, like, one-person shows on a team, and they don't want to work together. You get a few of those guys that are like, look, we just want to go to the championship, so you know what? We'll work together. They go to the championship and they win. That's why yeah. they start paying a ridiculous amount for having like 50 big stars. But when they <laughs> but when they don't decide to go to the championship and go, we'll do whatever it takes to get there, they don't go. And I think that's what's gonna hold the Patriots back. I think it's literally Cam's attitude. He's always been a one-person show. He likes that. It's nothing against him. He's talented. He can do things I can't do. You put me on the football field, I'm going to walk off. Like, this ain't me. You know, I actually have a, a conflicting opinion on that matter. I okay. would say the thing he brings more than talent is morale aspect. And I would argue that he's not a one-man show, though we definitely see him showboating, or at least we have in the past. I think he's gotten away from the showboating a lot, and he's just a flashy guy in general, which when he was on the Panthers, I absolutely hated. But now that he's on the Patriots, when you hear the accounts from all of his teammates about how good he is in the locker room and how big of a morale and teamwork guy, team-oriented guy he is, 
I think he's actually bringing a lot to the table in that regard. And I wouldn't say that he's selfish so much as maybe he's not the best at reading a defense and he's maybe not the best decision maker. So I think a lot of times instead of taking a step up in the pocket, or he definitely didn't have the tools last year. That's without, Mm -hmm. without a doubt. So maybe that's why I saw a lot that. Yeah. He had to run a lot and we designed a lot of plays for him to do that. And he did it well for the most part. He did. Uh, we he scored the most running touchdowns, I think, in his career, or by, by a quarter by a quarterback in NFL history last year. So, definitely more I, than the Patriots have had in a while. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> more. I think the last guy in Patriots history to have near as many was Steve Grogan back in like the '80s or '90s. You probably don't even know who that is. I barely know who it is. But uh, yeah, so I think that he'll be fine. I think he'll be he'll be great morale and team wise. I think his talent will be upgraded a little bit because he had some issues with throwing mechanics last year and obviously he got COVID and that yeah. fucks you up. So um, I think, I think it'll be okay. I'm very optimistic. Okay. See, hopefully it's not misplaced. Optimism. Obviously you're more informed about this than I am. And I, mean I would that, say probably, I, I would say that a hundred percent because you <laughs> went, when you hear the interviews from his teammates and I went, all right, he knows more than I do. You're like, I didn't I hear no interviews. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, yeah, I didn't man. look into that. <laughs> yeah, by all accounts, he's a great locker room guy. Like they love really? playing. So when I saw, because I thought the same you did, I was like, he's he's only cares about himself. His teammates probably hate him. Like playing with LeBron, I always think his teammates probably hate him mm-hmm. because he's a selfish basketball player, at least from our perspective. But then when he's actually on your team and you get a little bit more of an inside scoop mm-hmm. from the Boston sports reporters and the guys on the team, it sounds like. There's there's no issues there. He's willing to distribute the ball and play team sports. Because I could see, like, just from me mm-hmm. watching, and to be honest, when I saw how the Patriots were doing, it was a weird year, no matter what. It was very did. weird. It no was matter, very weird. Yeah. And I'm also still pissed at Tommy. Like, I wish oh, him well. I don't hold it against him. I don't, I wait, I don't hold him going to another team. I get it. It's a business. You only got X yeah. amount of years. I get that. What I didn't like was the fucking commercial where he was like, I'm not going anywhere. And then a week later, he fucking signed. Like, I'm like, you piece of Oh, I don't remember seeing that. I don't remember seeing that at all. He put out a huge oh, commercial where he did for, um, I forget what it was, but if you go on YouTube and you go like, um, Tommy says he's not leaving. Tom Brady says not leaving commercial. It was like, I forget wow. what it was in. And he literally says, it's been a lot of talk and, they worked it into the commercial. I think it was actually for Hulu or something, but it was like, I'm not leaving. He literally said, and he looked in the camera, he's on a football field and goes, (laughs) I'm not leaving. Then a week later, he fucking left. (laughs) I was like, did not go well. I was like, dude, if you didn't do the commercial, I would have been like, you know what? Business decision. I get it. Maybe you had some disagreements either way. It is a business. I get it. But when you do that shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that if I had heard that, I probably would have felt a little differently. It obviously still pained me too. I mean, it's yeah. literally in our lifetimes, that's the only quarterback we knew. We weren't my, watching sports when Drew Bledsoe was slinging the rock. My Were you? first game of football that I ever saw fully was his first Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. And that's it, literally all we have known. Yeah, it's crazy. We've only so known to see him go hurt regardless. Yeah. I'm, I was happy to see him win another one, though, man. I was. Just further cement the legacy. The old versus new debate out the window. Like, I love to see it. I, I love admit, to see it. It was golden 
when he threw, like people gave him a lot of shit for throwing the trophy. And if he hadn't just won the Super Bowl, I think that that would be warranted. But in a way, you had the guy that was best at throwing things in America. <laughs> throwing yeah, the thing pretty good at it. to the guy that was best receiving things in America. As Wait, said, did he so throw the, the Lombardi Trophy? Yes. Oh, I don't remember seeing that. He didn't. He threw it while they were partying from one boat. Yes, they were on boats. Oh, oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even right. his daughter like pulled on his like shorts and went, "Dad, you can't do that." Like, yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> he was fucking hammered though. He was hammered then. You could tell. You don't if see him like in that. Florida, normally. and you just. Oh yeah. And you're with Giselle. Oh. You're getting hammered. And you're going. Oh yeah. I'm not knocking him for it. I love to see it because you never got to see Tom like just that. loose like that. I thought it was great. Yeah. The Patriots He's normally are normally too busy like, like eating avocados and nuts yeah. and shit. The Patriots <laughs> have a very like regimented. It works. Business only. Yeah, it's like we do this. We're good. You don't act like a jackass. And the Pirates, like, or not the Pirates, the Buccaneers. Yeah, I don't watch football. Good one. Uh, <laughs> um, they're like, fuck it. Yeah, we'll throw them. They, they don't give a shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you want us a yeah. Super Bowl. We don't give a fuck. And, yeah, he's their hero. <laughs> but they were like, it could have gone down in the, because they were in, like, on the way to the ocean on these like yeah. basically little yachts they're like it could have gone down and there and this and that and i'm like at the end of the day i guarantee you can find it it's a giant piece of metal and <laughs> you're in the water it's the only shiny thing in there because i bet there's a shit ton of needles and then you're gonna have one giant shiny thing in the bottom send a diver in i guarantee tom has the money it'll be fine oh yeah um he wouldn't he wasn't worried about it i mean it couldn't be worse than the previous two years prior when the pats beat the rams um, mm-hmm. there was like some post-game party where they were like throwing a baseball around and Gronk was holding the Lombardi trophy and he was holding it like a baseball bat and he actually swung at the ball that somebody tossed him with the Lombardi trophy and put a big old put a big old dent in it like a, there's an actual dent in it and that's that. that's the one that's on display yeah in, uh, at Patriot Places the one with the big old dent in it so at least he didn't put a fucking dent in it yeah and people are giving him shit. I'm like, this guy literally just proved he's the best at throwing things. Yeah. I this don't isn't think me throwing it. Like, <laughs> like if I'm throwing it, you go, you're a fucking idiot. You don't have any any experience throwing anything. You, you're terrible at coordination. And you're going to toss something like this. But number one, he's on his, like, what, seventh? Yeah, that was a seventh. Oh. I saw, that's I, just for later. That's just a yeah. link of, of about Rob venting the, uh, the Lombardi trophy. Do all your links come with .uk? Because that's kind of cool. I mean, I guess they would. Oh you're yeah, from, I guess that is a dot. You're, I, you're from. Yeah, I mean, you're I just. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not VPN or anything. So when I Google it, uh, it just defaults to UK sources most. That's of the time. cool. So yeah, I guess typically they will be .co .uk. I never thought about that, but yeah. Yeah, it's honestly a pain in the ass. So I've got a. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously my home UK address. So I do some local shopping, but I like to do most of my shopping out of us based websites because it's cheaper, obviously yeah. with the pound and dollar disparity. And then I have them shipped to my on base address, which is a us address. So really? I always have to like VPN in or out or change the country settings. Yeah. It, yeah. Luckily I do have the us address. So that's very convenient. I didn't even uh, think that I never thought about that. I, I didn't know that they were, yeah. it is us soil. 
Yeah. So yeah, the, there's a post office on base that supports definitely mainly the people that live on base. So people in base housing or dorm airmen, but everybody that is assigned there gets one for U.S. mail that you need to get. I mean, you're always going to get U.S. mail from your credit yeah, card agencies or whatever. So yeah, that stuff. So we do have that. And then obviously I can have stuff delivered right to my flat as well if I buy UK stuff. It's kind of nice. I get to play two systems and it's like, whichever is more convenient or cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, wait, were you there for the whole Brexit? Like, was there anything like that? Um, No, that was definitely before my time. There were some discussions about it like recently. And I know tensions are kind of rising. Like uh, President Joe Biden was talking to Boris about it at the G7 summit about some of the tensions that were rising over Brexit. But it had already been determined that that was happening before I got here. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely suffering the consequences of it. I'm sure there are benefits to the country at the top of my head. I do not know. I don't know. But like I'm, I'm experiencing like basically right now, travel within the European Union is probably a lot more open than it is from countries outside of the European Union into the European Such Union. Such as Britain. And yeah, with Britain no longer being part of the EU, that makes it difficult for us to travel in and out of those countries. Should be uh, easier more for freely. you just because you have the U.S. passport. And Probably no not. Really? Yeah. So if, if I'm traveling for official duty purposes, then probably. Oh, yeah. But for leisure. The for, yeah. Army yeah, I would buy my orders. Yeah, my orders and my passport. But for like leisure travel, it's based on the country's entry requirements and then the oh. UK's re-entry requirements. So that determines if I'm even allowed to go there, if I have to quarantine there or here, how many COVID tests I have to do. Whereas I can only assume that if Britain was still part of the EU, it would probably it would be, be a, a lot little easier. Because you'd be coming yeah. from EU to EU. Exactly, yeah. So we'll see how it goes, but yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely experiencing effects of it. Is that maple in the background? Uh, that is. Getting a little shaken? Yeah. She's, yeah. What a good girl. Two years old, a little golden. That's crazy. She's, she's a beautiful dog, man. Every time I see snaps of her, I'm like, ooh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, if you're ever back in the U.S., hit me up. I'll travel to wherever yeah. you are. I don't know, care if it's Virginia or whatever. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, and um, probably, I got no ties in Virginia. I'll be back in Mass uh, most likely if nice. I ever come back. So. Yeah, nice and close. But what I was going to say was um, the EU literally just added the U.S. to their, like, you're safe. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. I know the U.K. hasn't done it. I was reading an article today that was like, oh, best mm. estimates as to when the U.S. is going to be on the green list for U.K., we're one I don't the, understand. We're actually one of the better like um, vaccinated countries in the world, considering how terrible we were in the beginning. Yeah, us too. That's why I don't understand. Like they're rolling it out hard here. And uh, we are, are obviously, obviously our restrictions were so stringent for so long that cases are way down. New cases are very rare. They're popping up less and less. So I don't, I'm not sure why. They're worried We're about still the red everywhere. Delta variant, which sounds a lot more yeah, they, complicated the Indi- than just saying the one from India. It sounds yeah, so Indi- much more scary. Scarier. I don't know if it's the word the Delta. Delta variant. Like yeah, I think it's it the is. word Delta. <laughs> like if you went like it just the adds, word strikes fear or something like the Omicron variant or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right. Whatever. That's. Well. But you go Delta. It definitely strikes a bit more fear. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm that's hoping that's nothing to worry about. God. Well, if you already got your vaccine, you're fine. I got five. Yeah, I'm, I had the uh, the double Moderna. Ooh. Bro, that thing fucked me up. Oh. The first one was fine. Two weeks later, I got the second one, and I felt fine. 
uh, for the most part. And then by the evening, I was like starting to feel a little warm. And then I went to bed and dude, I woke up literally every two hours for the first four hours of the night. And then every hour, almost on the hour, either dripping in sweat or shivering cold, dripping in sweat, shivering cold. I ended up just waking up at 4 a.m. and just coming out to play Xbox because like I could not sleep. It was my head was pounding. I had a fever, chills, everything. It was a freaking nightmare. Oh. I was out of commission for the, the whole day. Dude, same but for me. Here, here I am, fully vaxxed. My first, <laughs> Hopefully worth it. My first vaccination, I went out partying. Smart. Like after. Because I have like a few buddies in Boston. And because I technically, my address to live is in Mass. So like. Oh, is it? Yeah. Interesting. I'm like spending time here but i do technically live in mass because i do want to go back to my mba at my mba and i want to just commute because where i live is right next to the t nice so i can take that right into boston i'd like to go to bc personally i basically got i basically got told from them that i could get in but so here's the big but i need like i basically need a little bit less than 50 percent of it paid for by them which they'll normally do on full-time students, but because I'm applying late, like they start taking applications for 2022 come September. So I need to apply in September for 2022 to get eight, like to get scholarships and aid. And if I don't, then I have to go part-time, which I said I'd get in, but part-time you get almost no scholarships because they figure, Oh, you can work. They go, Oh, you can work. Even though you can take a full class load, part-time is just like, it's just another classification. I, you can you can take a full class load or more. There's no like limit, but you just pay for the credits. Right, right. And yeah. so yeah, I'm staying in, I'm staying in mass and I'm, I'm right there. So I had to go to, they don't list everywhere that had like, this is the one that has this one. This one has this one. This one has this one. There's only a few places that actually listed, like we're giving out this. So that's why I went to Boston and I just started hitting up everyone that I knew in Boston, which turns out to be a lot of people. Um, a lot of people from the rugby team were there and nice. there was even a girl from the girls rugby team that started dating my buddy. She's very nice, but I hadn't met her since my rugby days. So you're talking over six years and I'm sitting there with Maple waiting yeah, for my, time. yeah, waiting for my buddy's fiance to come and get me to bring him to their apartment. Cause they're in the North end. And so I'm sitting there with Maple and she like looked back, but we're all wearing the masks and this and that. So I couldn't tell it was her and I hadn't seen her in six years. So I'm like, ah, it's probably not her. What are the chances of seeing some girl from Lowell in the middle of Boston on yeah, like, seriously. at like two o'clock on a weekday? And it, she ended up texting my buddy who was up here last weekend. Um, was Gerald in Boston? And he was like, no, that fucker doesn't leave. That fucker doesn't leave uh, New Hampshire, which to be fair, I normally don't. Uh, It's like, he doesn't leave the woods. What are you talking about? And turned out it was her. And we just both kind of did like the weird, like stare, like, is that you? And didn't know it. (laughs) Yeah, I love um, that. The awkward, just like looking at each other. The masks make it so much harder. It does, man. Yeah, it really does. I'm so happy they got rid of the masks. Like here, we uh, we still have to wear them. I, I don't have to wear it at work anymore because I'm vaccinated. Um, but most places, most public places, uh, you still have to wear them. 
off base every anywhere inside your wear. Yeah. Unless you're seated at a pub or getting food or something. I don't. It does suck. I'm hoping they remove the mandate soon because yeah. when it gets hot, I do not want to be wearing that. Dude, thing. that thing's gonna be sweating. Dude, my stash sweats, bro. Mm-hmm. It's trash. I it's hate it. Just, it's it's just, just gonna a, catch the moisture. It just drips. Nose. Yeah, it just drips. Yeah, I've got little droplets in there, and I take the mask off, and my mustache is like soaking wet. God, this is garbage. What's going on there? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> just taking carrying a blow dryer around. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, but um. No, it's like I I wish masks hadn't gotten politicized. I got to admit. Yeah, dude. I had, like I don't have a problem wearing it if it's for medical science yeah. purposes. But yeah, the politics of it, it was really just such mm-hmm. a fucking. I had family on Facebook posting <laughs> like they're trying to control you, and then the other half too. Like then the counter arguments to it, and it's like just wear the fucking mask. Yeah. Don't wear the mask. But if you don't wear it, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. That's on you. If you want to go places, just fucking wear it. Yeah. Like and it's probably safer. And even if it's not, it's better than nothing. I suppose like none of yeah. you are scientists just fucking put it on. Yeah. Well, it also didn't help that the government number one just started the day one. They just started spitting out information. I'm like, there's no way you fuckers know any of this. Yeah. Well, and we see that now after Fauci's emails all got leaked. I don't oh, know if yeah. you read any of those. Uh, I didn't yeah, basically read them that, personally, but I heard about them. Or saw like snippets. Yeah, basically they didn't know anything. <laughs> like, I was they were champ- just spitting information. Yeah. I was championing championing the fact that I didn't say that it was a guaranteed that it came from that from uh, the Wuhan lab. I didn't say yeah. it was a guaranteed, but I even said, and I I like how I say this, like it's like a real form of evidence. Um, there are people up here who goes who would go, yes, he said that there's a chance it could have come from there because it seemed so like, wait a minute, you're doing the same type of research and the same type of thing in the same town that it came from. Weird. Like if you like think about that from like a murder perspective, like, oh, you guys had a fight and you said you'd kill the person by shoving a steak knife through their neck and they ended up with a steak knife through their neck a week later. But it wasn't you. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Now it, it hasn't been too proven. coincidental. Yeah. But then they basically had like the guy who they were investigating. They basically sent his friend to investigate him. Like that's where that thing that came out that said like, oh no, it didn't come from there. Oh, uh, it was like the best friend of that guy. Hmm. Wonder if he had a, an agenda. <laughs> and because his stuff was, cause he had actually donated to that um, research. So his academic, like, I didn't know this, but apparently in academics, there's like a lot of like the knives come out all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. Like academic integrity and credibility yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So like if you ever fuck up like this, your careers are over. So these guys are all fighting oh, yeah. for their careers. So they're calling in all their favors and they're going, look, motherfucker, if I go down, you're going down. And that's what basically happened from what I've heard. And this was even before the Joe Rogan. I don't know if you follow his podcast at all um i listen to a few of them here and there if it's a a guest i know yeah i don't listen to a lot of them but i saw one that was joe rogan and i think it was josh rogan but it was spelled literally like r-o-g-i-n not (laughs) r-o-g-a-n so because of that it caught my attention not anything to do with the title or anything it was literally like wait a minute is the same guy what is this? It's Joe Rogan and Josh Rogan. And <laughs> turned out this was the guy who broke it. 
and they called him crazy. And then it turned out like, now you're hearing about, yeah, people got sick from that lab. And the more I hear about it, I don't think it'll ever come out. I think they're going to use it as a lever to get China to back off on trade. Um, if I had Maybe. bet. I, well, there I, was an email that, that confirmed that it was created in the lab. Mm-hmm. Some guy basically oh. emailed Fauci and said, this is how it was created. And it was like a bunch of chemical reactions that yeah. led to this, 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 and this, and about how it was synthesized. Like that was pretty much just laid out in black and white, right? Too. Really? That was released in the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah. I, I would recommend, uh, I mean, I think it was like 4,000 pages of emails, but like, I'm sure if you Google like Fauci email highlights or something, you can probably find a good chunk of the more intriguing stuff that was on there. Because well, a lot of it was just like random bullshit. Like, yeah. oh, thank you for all your support. Thanks for all you're doing for medical research and stuff. But then there was some stuff that was like serious COVID implications type stuff. So no, I, would, like I would take a look whenever you get a chance. I'm like both, I got to admit, I'm kind of neutral on that guy. Cause on one hand, I'm like, he did help us out. You can't say he didn't. Um, he may have caused it. That's not. <laughs> neither here nor he there. Played a role. Innocent yeah. until proven guilty. And you can probably never prove that. But at the end of the day, he did help us out in the beginning. And I see why he lied with the mask. Cause it was like, literally, if we tell everyone to get masks, we're not going to have it for the people who really need it. Yeah. So I see why he did it. But the moment you do that and the moment those get out, you've lost all credibility. All credibility. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, Amazon and Barnes and Noble pulled those books from their stores as really? soon as those emails were released. Yeah. That's they pulled them. Yeah. I just got probably pissed. for that exact purpose. All of this yeah. credibility is just out the window when you're lying to an entire nation like that, mm-hmm. whether the intentions are good or bad. Yeah. On something like that, that, that just now you can never be gone. The trust again. is zero. Yeah. And on top of that, there was that. And then there was the fact that I got really pissed. He, he went on this tirade against actually mostly the u.s and i see why he did it but he went mostly against the u.s and then he also went against other developed countries and he's yelling at us and this and that about how you know the whole thing that's blowing up in india and i agree it's terrible but he's yelling at the rest of the developed world going you're creating this inequality and you guys are causing this and not stepping up and helping and this and that and I'm like, dude, right now is the time that countries have their own issues and they are still sending stuff. And you're also talking about the vaccine manufacturing capital of the world. <laughs> yeah, and, seriously. Saying that they're not providing a single helping hand. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and we're going the, through the same stuff. Yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, why are you not mad at India for doing the things they did? And like, he's literally haranguing the U.S on an international like press release and i'm like dude like there's a better way to do this and he's like getting red in the face more tactful yeah i feel bad for him at the beginning when you know how politicized it got and he's getting like death threats and he was i i firmly believe he was at at that point whether it was to save himself or not but he was definitely trying to help the nation and people are sending him death threats (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a bad look. <laughs> like him and that his is family. Definitely a bad look. Before all the bullshit came out that he lied and stuff like that, I'm like, at that point, we all thought he was our savior. Yeah. And people are like, "I'm gonna kill you." I'm like, Jesus. 
fucking American. It is crazy how torn people were about him as a person, just like they were with everything else COVID related. Everybody was like, it was split down the middle and it was like two extremes. Nobody, nobody was just like, eh, take it or leave it. Everybody was like, I love him. No, I fucking hate him. I want him to die. (laughs) It's just crazy, man. I got to admit, um, we don't have to get too deep into politics if you don't want to, but I got to admit, I'm basically politically homeless is the way I like to say it now. So we we can dive in a little bit. I'm not super well. We don't have to get to politics. I'm yeah. not too well. And also, to be honest. OK. And just FYI, my boss is the president of the United States of yep. America, regardless of what political party they are associated with. But that does not mean, however, that I cannot have my own political mm-hmm. views. I'll just say that anything that I do say are clearly my own personal views and do not reflect the views of the United States Air Force. Mm -hmm. But I would agree with you. I I would, I've never called it politically homeless. I usually say I'm like a moderate or centrist and I don't even know if I'm using those words right because I consider myself to be in the middle, which is center Mm -hmm. of of most issues like or of the political spectrum as a whole. So I I would agree with you. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a grab bag for me. I like this from conservatives, but I like this from Democrats, yeah. but I'm, I don't like I'm what not either one. I don't like like yeah. either of you to the point where I want to be like, yeah, I'm you or yeah, I'm you. Yeah. Well, dude, it was great talking to you. Yeah, man. It was nice to catch up. I'm glad we did this. I'm going to end the recording. So everyone have a good day. Bye.